Welcome to I Got Back Up, Getting Back Up With. I'm Talia Lazarus, your host, and in August 2021, my whole life changed. I was in a road accident which led me to 10 weeks of no walking, two knee surgeries, and learning how to walk again in my 20s. My journey took me on a physical, emotional, and mental roller coaster, and I was broken and lost in every way. But then I learned I had the ability to change my own life and write my own story. So join me as I share powerful life stories, exploring the power of resilience and perseverance. Sometimes we are confronted with unexpected challenges and moments that defeat us. And it's during these dark times we question everything and lose who we are. But the human spirit possesses an immense strength that allows us to rise above the darkest moments and find the courage to rebuild our lives in unexpected and extraordinary ways. So leap into the deep end with us and head straight into the things that scare you the most. The hardest step is the first one, but once you take it, you're already one step ahead of yesterday and closer to everything you have ever dreamt of. Today, I'm joined by Caroline Kamer, founder of Revival Wellness Coaching, a platform dedicated to empowering individuals through holistic healing. Caroline's journey of empowerment began after life took a dramatic turn. Caroline suffered a fall from her horse. However, it was the treatment which altered her path and paralyzed her. Suddenly, everything she loved and knew was taken away. With strength and resilience, Caroline has rebuilt and transformed herself. While setbacks continue to challenge her, questioning, why me? Why is this happening now? She embraces them as opportunities for growth and personal evolution, whilst learning the power of how to say no and use her inner voice. Caroline, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm very good, thank you. I'm very good. And so where are you in the world? I'm in Austin, Texas. Very nice, very nice. How long have you been there? Oh, it's going on 12 years now. Uh, Work brought me down here originally, but I love it. Good, good, good. Um, And we were saying before, actually, and I haven't been to Texas before, but I'm definitely going to come now. (laughs) Absolutely. Invite is always open. Come on down. Perfect, perfect. Looking (laughs) forward to it already. So obviously what we're going to do today is we're going to go all into your story and we're going to understand everything that happened. So what we like to do is to start somewhere at the very beginning, uh, somewhere that you feel resonates most with who you are, you know, where you are today and kind of with everything that happened. So it is over to you from here. All right. Well, I first want to say thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, It's a really special platform that you have for us to share our stories. I think a lot of times it gets lost and we can feel a little bit alone on our journey. So thank you. Um, But all of this started for me with a really bad fall from a horse. And um, it's important for me to say that he was owned by some dear friends of mine. And I'm a very experienced rider. I've ridden all my life and traveled and showed competitively around the country. And I'm used to green horses and young horses. And I always quite knew that there wasn't something quite right going on. Uh, physically, his health was wonderful. But I knew deep down, like my intuition was telling me, stop riding this horse. Um, and that's a big key takeaway that I had actually. So the moment that I was going to say no, and I was going to say, you know, this partnership just isn't right for us. Um, they brought in a trainer and they were like, please, please, please. Can you ride him just one more time? Just one more time. 
And I could hear my inner voice saying, don't do it. No, say, say no, you know, this isn't right. He's going to hurt you. He's willing to hurt himself, you know, so don't. But I always love to <laughs> help people, even if it's to my demise sometimes. And I got on him and I, I knew something was about to happen. I knew his signs. I knew his tells. And I told the trainer, I was like, look, it's time for me to get off. I know you don't see what I'm feeling, but it's time for me to get off. And I kept asking and kept using my voice to say, I need to stop. And he kept pushing. And he was like, nope, just one more time around. One more time around the arena. And I finally conceded and I said, okay. And that's when it all happened. Uh, it was pretty crazy, all that he did. And um, I held on for most of it. But I eventually like came over his head and landed square on uh, my mid-back, the right side of my body. And I was just like, I knew it. I knew it. Um, so I did get back up. I got him around one more time. You To me, like you have to finish the job sometimes. And so then I got off and I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but something is. And I think that was my first key takeaway as I reflect back is fully owning my voice. And when I say no, it means no. And listening to my intuition. And the more I got on my healing and recovery path, the more I started to learn how important it is to tap into that. So long story short, it was over a year till I got a true diagnosis of what was going on. I just kept getting worse and getting physically sick from the pain and had so many scans and all of that, which as you know, is such a frustrating process when you're not sure who to believe and you feel like you really have to advocate for yourself. And because of that realization I made about not my voice not being heard, I started to advocate for myself more and more through my therapies, being like, nope, that doesn't feel right. I'm not doing that. Yes, I understand that you recommend that, but it doesn't feel good to me. And I started to see the shifts as I, as I leaned into that intuition and my inner voice. And I finally found a treatment that I felt worked for me. It was more of like a regenerative therapy. And um, unfortunately, this is when I reached my next challenge is during my second treatment, which was supposed to be like a series of four, they hit so many nerves in my sacral area and my glute and in my hip where there's a lot of nerve endings. And this is when my world changed even more. Um, it completely paralyzed my leg, um, with incredible nerve pain. I literally couldn't move, couldn't get myself up, couldn't walk. And it's, it's an experience you can't explain unless you're in it. You know, I was a healthy, active 30 year old and I was like, I can't even take myself to the bathroom. I mean, that is when your eyes are like, how did I get here? How did this happen? And 
unfortunately, the doctor that, um, you know, I was working with when this happened, I'm sure it was just to protect himself, but he wasn't really being honest with me. So for a very long time, I didn't know what was going on. And it's a really scary place uh, to have people tell you, we don't know what's wrong with you and you're probably not going to get better. You're going to walk on canes the rest of your life. And my eyes were huge. I was like, are you kidding me? Everything I like to do is physical. Riding horses is truly what captures my heart. I love going on hikes and walks and I was devastated. And that is when I feel like I hit my darkest moment and I literally had to sit with myself because I could not move. Um, my amazing friends here took care of me until my family lives out of state until they could fly down. Um, cause I could not be left alone at all. Um, I was completely non-functioning, um, in movement. And so I've always been a positive person and I don't like to steer towards the negative, but it was, it was dark for me for a bit. And I think that's important to note for anyone going through this journey or who has gone through a similar challenge in their life is it's not, not all rainbows and sunshines. Like you have to sit with yourself and be like, what is happening to me? You have that whole state of confusion. And then you're like, my life is over. You, you Then you go there, right? And um, you jump ahead. And this injury made me truly sit with myself and be like, okay, if everything I love to do physically is off the table, you know, I've been riding horses since I was five. It's been my love for so long. If I, you know, I can't go for hikes um, or ride a bike or anything, what's going to make me happy? And it was not overnight that I figured out what that was, but I finally realized that working in marketing and being a project manager is was would not make me happy the rest of my life if I was impaired, you know, my rest the rest of my life. And I really tapped into helping people is the most rewarding thing for me. I love helping people through their challenges and helping people find their confidence and clarity and where they want to go. And I kind of always was that friend for people that they would reach out to in the midst of big challenges. So that got me on the path of changing my entire career. I uh, became a certified life coach and health coach. And I didn't know how I was going to do it, how I was going to make that transition, but I finally was leaning into what I was being called to do. It, it was a rocky road. Um, and there's just something about the humility of needing to ask for help and knowing that without you asking for that help, and being open to it and, and receiving it, you're not going to get to where you need to go. And I think that was a huge learning experience for me. I was always one um, 
the reliable one and oh she'll get it done at work even if it's last minute and it was like okay no i need your help now um and i think that's important too is to learn how to receive when you're in the midst of challenges and it doesn't show weakness it actually shows incredible strength to identify that you can't do it on your own um it's it's been a really crazy time of the ups and the downs and it affects you so much emotionally and then the physical pain and as much as our loved ones want to understand and be there for us they can't possibly understand they have not been through such an experience that we have and i think that it's important to know that these tests have so much uh, amazing lessons behind them. I, I found as I was able to reflect back when I was in a very positive space of this was truly the catalyst. This experience was the catalyst that helped me get on the path I was always meant to be on. I had to quiet my mind and go within and literally not move because in hindsight, I realized I was using movement for, for happiness, for clarity. When I realized I wasn't doing what I was meant to do. And, um, it's, it's been, it's been hard. <laughs> and I've actually been wondering why recently I've gone through the worst setbacks I've gone through in a very long time. My injury was five years ago, and um, I'm happy to say that through choosing to do the work and on the road to recovery out of a place of positivity and not negativity, because I think a lot of times people can kind of take that vindictive side and be like, I'm going to do this despite of you. And I think it's more important to go within and do it for yourself. You're like, I'm going to get back here because it's important to me and truly understanding the importance of what that means to you, I think has been one of my greatest learnings throughout this process. I mean, it's, it's, it's really interesting because I think with regards to you and your story, it's, it's not, it was, I mean, of course it was to do with the accident, but it's, what happened after the accident, which is obviously, right. which is interesting because after the accident, you couldn't, you weren't a hundred percent sure what exactly was wrong. Were you, you just had pain, correct? Yes. Yes, exactly. You, you hit the nail on the head. It wasn't even the, the fall from the horse. It was like, I was dealing with a whole new mm. issue here and a much more devastating one. Honestly, um, I had no idea. Uh, no one could really tell me what was going on. And I think that's the scariest part. And the nerve pain was so bad when my, you know, friends and family were here, I couldn't be around people. I had to, cause the energy, like if someone was too close to me, it would radiate my nerves so much that I couldn't even be close to people during the worst pain, which I think is interesting um, I think, and purposeful because I needed to, to, to find my path and my way and my, 
that courage on my own. And, uh, it was, it was really scary. And I had pressures from work to get back to work, um, way, way, way too soon. Um, I went back a couple months afterwards and I think that was my second learning is again, use your voice, advocate for yourself. You know, I, I couldn't make it through a day. Um, and that was the constant battle is I, I wanted to be better. I think all of us want life and our road to recovery, just to be this upward trajectory, you know, and that's, that's not how it happens. It's the loops and the scoops and the dips and where we can truly have those experiences to understand how brave we are and our perseverance through what is happening that we don't have control over and the acceptance of, I don't have control, but these are the steps I'm going to take to hopefully get better. And I believe in myself that I will get better. I think it was finally when I tapped into my belief because when I back, went back to work, I was nearly passing out at my desk and all of these things that I truly scared me. I was, I could hardly drive. Um, and it just, nothing felt right. And, um, it's, it was a powerful experience. Um, and I think the, the important, important thing that I've learned, especially right now, as I'm going through these setbacks, a lot of times we want to find a reason. Why is this happening now? What did I do? And I didn't change anything about my life. The allowance of it, it's just happening. And I think I've been called to share the setback part of it during this time because I think that's the hardest part. It's the scariest part. Uh, we, when we start to have really difficult and painful setbacks, we, it takes us instantly back to day one of our injury. And when we're in the, you know, doing physical therapy and having our treatments and we go back there instantly because it was so much trauma in our body. So what kind of setbacks are you going through at the moment then? Yeah. So it's been very interesting. So, uh, I continue to battle nerve pain. Um, I have, which, uh, that's common for me is, is to have, um, really intense nerve pain. There's, there's muscles in my hip area and glute area that I just do not have, um, I cannot move on my own anymore, um, from, from what has happened. And so that's normal, <laughs> but I'm starting to have, um, pain in my vertebrae and my sacral bones. And so I'm having a lot of bone pain along with the nerve pain. And that has become really debilitating. Um, just yesterday was the first day in about two months where I could just make it down to check my mail. And you have to celebrate those wins. And it, it, it's in February, I was snow skiing, something that I really love to do. And 
um, cross country skiing and, and be the most active. So it's like, why now if I was so capable in February, but I think this is the journey. I think life and recovery of injuries, you're constantly tested. And I think the reason why, at least this is what I've resonated with for myself is unless we're tested, we don't know our true strength. And I think it's to continually remind us that look what challenges have come your way and look how you're succeeding. Yes, you might have a pause in your growth, but it is through these tests where we, we gain real growth and we, that confidence that we didn't know was there. And I think this is with any, anyone's experience with anything they're going through in life is we can see that the tests and the setbacks is negative and it can break our heart. And we all need to have those moments and allow for those emotions to come through. However, I do think it is to show us how strong we are and where we've come because we've already climbed the first mountain. We've already been to the top. This is just the next mountain down the road. And I think that that's something to remember is that each new challenge, you're at a new foundation. You've already up-leveled and you're not where you were. And I think this is a constant pep talk I have to tell myself is you're not on two canes struggling to shower, to get yourself, you know, into bed. Um, that was probably one of the most difficult things is sleeping. Um, and that should be a time of rest. And it's, it's the reminder of where you've been and celebrating the wins along the way that I think have helped me understand these setbacks a little bit more and realize I'm not at that beginning point of my road to recovery. I am at another place. I am further down that road. Yeah, no, and I agree with you. And I actually agree with a lot of the things you said. And there's a few different points that I want to actually pick up on all from what you said. So first of all, it was celebrate the small wins. I think that people don't celebrate their small wins enough. And I think that every win you get, it doesn't, they don't have to be the big ones. The teeniest, tiniest of smallest of wins should also be celebrated just as much or as big as the big ones. And I think people need to do that a lot more. Um, and I think it's something that we all have fallen victim to in the past. But once you do start celebrating the small wins, you just, you've noticed a difference. You feel a difference and you look forward to those small wins so much. So that was the first thing. Um, second of all, I, it was when you touched upon, you were saying that, you know, a few months ago you were skiing and then, you know, you are where you are now and you sit there and you think, well, how, why? And it's so interesting because I think everybody in their own way, whatever they're going through, has had this before. You're like, but I was doing this, you know, a month ago. Why, what, why, why is this happening now? And I think it is in its own way. It's all to do with setbacks, like you were saying. And when we are faced with setbacks in our life, whatever they're for, they, everyone can look at this very differently. But I agree entirely in what you said that when we're given a setback, 
we are given the choice to either kind of fall within the setback and just kind of surrender to the setback and think, okay, I'm going to be, you know, completely negative and et cetera, et cetera, in the setback and, you know, be the victim, woe is me, which we all feel probably as soon as it happens, don't get me wrong, 100%. (laughs) But it's once we've kind of accepted that we're in this setback, it's then we have the choice. We either go, okay, we're going to change something. I can come out stronger from this. And also it's, 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 it's just few different things. It's, it's coming out stronger from it. It's learning from it, but it's also maybe changing the current trajectory of where you're going and what you're doing and whatever it is, whether it's something you're, you know, whether you're writing a novel, whether you're doing an ex, you know, a certain gym routine, whatever it is, if you have given a setback in that, I think it's basically another way of you have to stop process, be still and reevaluate whatever it is that's going on. But setbacks are hard. <laughs> setbacks are really tough. And I know we both, you know, explained the positive sides of setbacks, but don't get me wrong, they are so, 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 so tough. Oh yeah, I definitely, not to glaze over, yes, I've had my days of, why is this happening to me? Like, what I haven't changed anything. Like you said, I was on this upward trajectory. Why is this happening? And that's where we do. We we fall into that victimhood, which sometimes is an important step to to embrace that for a moment and be like, I do feel like a victim. And, you know, I thought I was choosing the right treatment for me. And then all this went downhill, you know, five years ago. And why, why, why? But after you take a moment when you can be like, okay, all right, I had my my moment of this is happening to me. Now let's pivot and be like, where, like you said, where am I going to take this? And yes, it might adjust my way of being right now, but knowing that it's not forever and believing that it's not forever. And it's interesting my most favorite quote, I was introduced to it in eighth grade was Emily Dickinson and it's dwell in possibility. I always love that quote, but I have to tell you, I lean in on that constantly because it is in our deep thought of like, this is possible. It might not be on the timeline that I want it to be on, (laughs) which is going to be hard to release that of like, I want it right now. But to know that you will get to where you want to be. Like this pain for me right now will subside. You know, it was a, I had to swallow pretty deep and be like, wow, I have to go back to uh, one of my doctors. I haven't seen in three years, you know, I thought that part was over and um, he does manual therapy work and he's exceptional, but I was like, no, I thought I progressed into these other therapies that, you know, weren't so invasive because I was healing and just knowing that I was supposed to be brought back to him and, and that belief. And like you said, that there's reasons why you need to pivot. So I, yes, I haven't been able to do things as physical and through my injury, I have definitely been more open to doing things and creating things that I've always wanted to do, but never did I take the first step. And one of those is writing a children's book. And that ironically, 
about a horse that always inspired me that I had. She had a severe uh, genetic deformity of a very swayed back and how she never let it stop her. And I think back how ironic it is that I had to go through my experience with my back until the right words came to me for this book. And, you know, now I'm on the editing and on the road to to figuring out how I'm going to publish it. And I'm like, wow, I would never have sat down and done this and believed in myself in the way that I am right now if I hadn't experienced this trauma and had to to overcome these challenges in a new way where you do gain that that belief in a way that no one else can like give you that validation. It's knowing and being proud of yourself for the steps that you're taking, I think is such a key takeaway. And like you said, celebrating those small wins and being proud of yourself, you know, like I'm incredibly proud. I made it to the the mailbox yesterday and um, it is those small wins because Getting to the mailbox means maybe going for a walk around the block soon. And you, you, if you build on it and celebrate it, they will come. Yeah, and I agree with you. And I think it's, it's definitely a case of with regards to the small wins, but with regards to the setbacks as well is, you know, like you were saying, we don't know how, when, why they're going to happen. Um, and we can be going on our life as normal. Uh, everything, you know, we don't have to do anything out of routine and they can happen. But it's a case of, you know, just because it's happened, it's, you have to understand, I think as well, that just because something like a setback has happened, that it doesn't mean that you're actually going the other direction. You're you're going backwards because I don't think you are going backwards. I actually think it's it's a, it's like two steps forward, one back. It's not back, back. You are going forwards in a way. Um, and I think that's kind of what's really important for people to understand. And I think what's interesting as well is that, you know, I wish that, and I'm sure you do as well, that a lot of people don't have to go through the things that they've been through. Uh, I, and I, please God, hope that, you know, a lot of people don't. But What's interesting as well is, you know, just listening to you talking about that and then the children's book and everyone I'm speaking to, you know, on this show, and I know myself included, what we've been through has only just taken us into completely different dimensions in our lives that we, I never anticipated, B, never probably dreamt of, and C, I guess never thought would ever happen. And I think that's what's so interesting about just about, you know, people that, that, that go through adversities, um, you know, like yourself and things like that. And, you know, you know what you want to do, or you might have these dreams, but until sometimes you are forced to do them for whatever reason, or to sit down and to really kind of go within, you then think, actually, I think I'm going to do this now. Um, and like I said, you know, I hope that most people don't have to go through something to follow their dreams. Uh, I wish more people wouldn't have to, but it seems like, you know, not, not everybody, because it's, it's not a case for everybody, unfortunately, but a lot of people that do, do seem to find this will of, I'm, I'm going to do something about it. I completely agree. I, I am forever thankful and grateful for my experiences with this injury, with 
the treatment that went wrong with the things I've had to overcome, even on these hardest days. Um, I, I am so grateful. There's no way I would have changed my career path. You know, honestly, when I think about it, I was getting a little frustrated. I'm like, Oh, I'm in my thirties. Like it's too late to change now. I, I know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm good at it. Like just stay on the path, you know, and it, it is in these moments of like, no, but literally life can like change in a snap of a fingers. And is this what I want to be doing at the end of the day? Is this going to fill my heart and make me feel complete? No, <laughs> it wasn't. And I would have never thought I would have opened my own business and had my own life coaching practice. And I love helping people go through whatever they're going through, but helping someone go through transition, whether it be in a relationship and life in general with an injury, whatever it is, because we understand that perspective of one day you're one way and the next day your whole world changes instantly. And what happens in your mind and your body and your emotions and being able to help someone navigate that and really assist them on their journey is been so rewarding. I, I named my business actually revival wellness coaching because revival is a rebirth. And I feel like that's what happened to me through, through my injury and, and the rehabs and just, it has changed me and, and I've been reborn and I feel like I'm now on my path to my true calling and my highest path. And I, just like you, I don't wish anyone to have an experience like this to get that clarity. But sometimes, I don't know, maybe I was hard-headed and I just wasn't listening and I needed to be physically set down to understand that the path I wasn't was on currently was not the one I needed to be moving forward. So it gaining that clarity and also really tapping into your body, what it needs, what it doesn't need, and using your voice, even when you're being pushed to not use it and to be silenced, I think is one of one thing I do every day is I definitely think about like, is this choice good for me? And remembering that we do have a choice, like you said, because I think society, we, we can kind of be programmed a little bit of like, just make things easier for other people, placate them, put their needs before you and definitely be there to help others, but don't do it in, in a way where you're putting yourself and your needs on the back burner. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, there's no way that you can provide the assistance that someone else is needing and help them in their time of need. If you're not replenishing your injury, your energy, excuse me, and fulfilling yourself because, and that was a big lesson that I learned is that it's okay to say, no, not right now. I think that's no, not right now, or even the word no, no. is <laughs> one of the, even the word no, I think is one of the hardest words. Uh, it's two letters. And I think it's one of the hardest words people find to say. Uh, I know 
I have. Uh, you know, I just think it's interesting how no is so difficult to say um, for so many different reasons. And like you were saying before about your intuition telling you not to get on the horse again, not to do it. I think we need to listen to our voices inside so much more. I know not everybody knows how to and not everybody kind of fully say believes it or, you know, understands it or trusts it, which is fine. But I think that when we do have that gut feeling, when we do have that inside voice telling us something, I just, and again, I know it's so hard to say no. I I, go, I don't know why, it just is. But if we can find the will to do it, just to say no, we're protecting ourselves in that situation more than we're protecting the other person. And I think we need to look after, well, no, I think we do need to look after ourselves a lot more than we are. And simply by saying N-O, <laughs> uh, you know, it's already, we've already done leaps and heaps more than by just saying, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll do this. When we know something's not good for us, uh, which is interesting. And I think it is really important to note when we don't listen to that gut feeling or we make a decision and we instantly regret it or down the road we regret it, not to beat ourselves up about it. If I had been in the mindset of like, I should have, I should have, and been so hard on me to say, I sh should not be in this whole situation if I would have just followed what I knew, that gut feeling of, I don't want to get on this horse. I know it's unsafe. I know that there's something deeper wrong here and I can't be... I can't be on him. I think it's important for everyone. And it was really important on my road to do not beat myself up about that, but to reframe that and say, okay, this is, I can associate with not listening to my voice, not saying no. Like you said, it's so hard. We feel like we, when we say no, we feel like right afterwards we have to fill that silence and not just stand and like, no, the decision is no for me. Thank you. You know, you can still be thoughtful and polite about it. Making sure that you, you aren't your own bully about those decisions and just taking it as, okay, I know that I didn't say no in these scenarios and I didn't really like the outcome, even though I knew, I knew better. And that's, that's what's kept me focused on the future and where I want to go. And I think if I would have held on to the should have, the could have, the would have of if I've said no, I, I would not be where I am with my recovery, where I am physically, emotionally, mentally, because that will be the constant thing that will hold you back forever. But if you can move from it and see gain a new lens, a new outlook from it, that is what will propel you. And I think that sometimes that's a process. It certainly was for me, but I know now in adjusting how I thought about that is really what has allowed me to gain momentum and get closer to where I want to be. And I also think that there is no final destination. I think that a lot of times we're like, okay, I want to go from A to B. That's where I want to be. And, but 
life takes us everywhere. And what we think we want, we could have something, like you said, our paths can be shifted so much and something that we never thought we wanted or would fulfill us, we, we realize it does. And I think that's the amazing journey. It's just taking that one step forward each day. And I think that's what's so exciting about life. Uh, we were saying before <laughs> is you have no idea what's going to happen the moment you wake up, um, you know, good or bad, but you know, but, but with the good things considering you have no idea what's going to happen that day. And instead of dwelling on the, what could have, should have, you know, would have wake up with this, this feeling of, okay, this is a brand new day. And this is a brand new day to think about my present and to think about my future and, you know, to project me into the life of my dreams. And that's what's so exciting. And I think what's again, really interesting is you said before that you are grateful for, you are grateful for your treatment going wrong. And that was a really interesting thing to hear because, you know, you don't, you wouldn't necessarily hear a lot of people say that. So it's really interesting to hear you say something like that. And I mean, to see where you are now in your life and you are so grateful for what's going on in your life and, you know, or, you know, who you are and what you, you know, what you're doing and kind of what you've become. And with that in mind, I wanted to ask them, what piece of advice do you have for somebody that, I think it's quite an interesting one to talk about setbacks on this, in this, and, you know, someone that's just had a setback today or last week, and they, they're in that, that, that darkness of the setback, whatever the setback is, and they, they cannot see the light. What would you say to them? Such a great question. And I think it is so important to support the setbacks because it's what, it's not, it's not the fun thing to talk about, uh, but it is such an important part of recovery. And I would say, give yourself a moment and first allow for that frustration to come through because you have to allow that because that is truly what you're feeling. Most likely is you're having those conversations of how did I get back here? But then Shifting that and think, reminding yourself of you're not where you started. That is what always brings me back to the present when I am going through the difficult times and unexpected challenges is remembering where I was. And then I start to think of, okay, I was on canes. Then I slowly got stronger and then I got down to one cane. And then I really take myself through like, okay, then I started to walk in a swimming pool to, to relearn how to walk through the pain. And I think about those really minute detailed steps to realize how far I've come. So I would suggest that they take themselves through that, whether it be a physical injury or whatever they're going through that they're having a setback with. Remind yourself of where you've been, where you were. And as you start to have those memories and you really think about them, like you said, your energy starts to change and your mindset starts to change without even trying. You just start to embrace your accomplishments and feel pride. And then creating that realization of I'm not where I started. I'm just on the next mountain, as I like to say, 
and I will get to the top. But what does my body need today? And I think asking yourself that, like, what do I need today? What do I need to do to honor myself today? Through this experience, through this uh, physical setback, what, whatever. it. I think it's in really stepping back where we can gain that clarity and see that there is light and see that this won't be forever. And I've had to take myself through this process several times in the last two months because it it has been extremely painful. And But I keep in those moments of frustration that want to pop up again, then I take myself back and I'm like, okay, I'm at a different starting point. I'm not where I've been. I'm just on another point in on my path and where I'm going. And I will gain so much learning as I have in the past by overcoming this challenge. And I will know my true courage, my bravery, the strength, and my perseverance that I will have going through this. And I think what's really interesting with everything that you were talking about is that it's important to note that you were saying you've got through this before. You know, you've you've worked your way from A all the way through to every step that you took, you know, with whatever it is. And it's important to note that you had the strength to do it before. You had the strength to get through it. You will have the strength again. And I think that's what's really important is you've had you've got the strength. You've had, you've done it once, you can do it again. Not that we always want to do it again, but (laughs) we can get through it, you know, if we really choose to and want to. Absolutely. And when we have our setback, we're stronger than we were. So like you said, that we've been through it before and now we're even more equipped to get through it the next time and the next time when it comes. Because like I said, life will take us for roller coasters and loops and it's how you embrace those moments that define where you want to go and staying in that present moment but having a clear vision of what you're looking for I think is is essential when you're being tested definitely definitely because that's the thing the setback isn't page one the the setback is you know you're already 101 pages in the setback's page 102. So you, like you just said, you are already much stronger than the person you once were. And that I think you have to remember, you know, it's not day one. It's not the start again. You're actually already miles ahead of where you once were and who you used to be. And I think that's something that you should, people need to, you know, just take into consideration a lot more when things happen. So is there anything else that you want to mention today? I think I just want to remind people of dwell on the possibility of the positive. I know we can kind of really go back to ground zero when these setbacks happen, but allow yourself, you have the choice to, to dwell on the positive and, and really go in and reflect back of, of the learnings and the positive things that have come. And that will give you the strength on the days that you don't feel like you have it. No, that's perfect. Thank you. That's a, that's a perfect way to finish this. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, I so appreciate the opportunity to share my story and what you're doing is absolutely incredible. Thank you, Talia.
Thank you. Thank you. And actually, if anybody wants to reach out to you, they can, right? Absolutely. I would love that. Um, 100%. I will share all of my um, handles and everything, but Instagram, it's at revival underscore wellness underscore coaching. Uh, I also have a website, revivalwellnesscoaching.com. And I would love to hear your story. And if there's any way that I can help, I am here for you. Perfect. Well, thank you very much. Been a pleasure to have you on today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Caroline. Remember, no matter what challenges you may face, you have the strength to rise above and thrive. So this week, think about what is challenging you right now. May it be physically, mentally, emotionally. What reason might this challenge be here? Is there a different way that you could be responding? Can you turn this challenge into an opportunity? When things get hard, usually something better is coming. So thank you for joining us. Stay tuned for our next episode. And until then, remember that you too have the power to get back up.